0: This world will know pain.
1: This world will know pain.
0: Oh, this world shall know pain. Then
1: Bobby Coon. Propane. Propane and propane accessories.
0: Heavenly push. Whoa.
1: Yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right, kids, you ready?
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Today. All right. All right, ready? I'm ready. All right is it recording it is recording. oh okay and if we listen to each other's hearts we find we're never too far apart and maybe love is the reason why for the first time ever we're seeing it eye to eye
1: that's not where i'm starting the podcast
0: oh man I'm not. what's somebody to take me down for copyright?
1: You, you're trying to like You gotta make a good first impression. Is that not
0: a good first impression?
1: I don't think so. Man. Especially most people who listen to podcasts are awkward and shy. Type yeah. type B personalities. Mm-hmm. You just came out with a type A personality. Yeah, you made them feel like they were awkward at the party, even though they were just sitting in their car. But I mean, at least I wasn't like radio. up in
0: here. I was at least I was back here a little bit trying to be more natural. Mm,
1: okay. I'll try this again.
0: Take this? Okay. It's one ring to rule them all. All right. Ready? For real? Okay. I'm ready. No more singing?
1: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's everything you want. And nothing you need. Nothing you need at all. It's Hunter and Thomas.
0: Back. Hour, hour. Back with
1: another banger of an episode.
0: You could hope. We hope. I might get banged. Oh. Not the good way either.
1: Is does, does does that mean shot? Does that mean I don't know. I don't know. You're the one that used it, used the verb and Yeah,
0: then, I just got assaulted by pens here in the studio. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Flying pens.
0: Yeah. All because
1: Never mind. <laughs> Thomas is going to refrain from speaking so he doesn't get assaulted. Uh yeah. we're coming at you live from Universal Studios in Orlando. Uh, not really, but that is where we'll be by the time you listen to this. Indeed. Uh, and we're going to go, I'm going to go on lots of rides.
0: I'm going to go on some of the rides.
1: Thomas is going to go on four of the rides. No, I'm
0: going on some of the rides.
1: You don't go on any of the good ones. Uh,
0: Spider-Man.
1: That is a good one.
0: Green Guts.
1: That's also good.
0: Jurassic Park.
1: That's, that's not great. It's not great. Now, if you said Velocicoaster, that's a good one.
0: That's a great Let's one. See, here. I'm not big on roller coasters, though. That's the thing. Gotta go fast. Mm.
1: Don't you want to know what Sonic feels like when he's running? No, I'm good. You can sit in a chair and feel that. No, I'm good. I, I think you should do it. No, I'm good. Why is there not a Sonic the Hedgehog roller coaster? Um, Like, it's got the loops and everything. My...
0: That would be perfect. Well, who Did Universal do the Sonic movie, though? Mm, I don't I th- think so. I don't know who did the Sonic movie. Because I, I, I know they did Scott Pilgrim. There could be... Which a is a good movie, movie, by the way. You should go see the Sonic movie if you haven't. Um, there could be, like, a really cool Scott Pilgrim ride. I don't know who did the Sonic movie. I think it was Universal. I, don't I know. could be wrong. Look at I it. I know also Sega helped out. Sega Studios.
1: Sega makes movies. Yeah. Sometimes.
0: But, no, I don't know... Um, yeah, I don't know who did it. No. Oh. Well...
1: Sega, if you're listening, make us knock the Hedgehog roller coaster. That's free money. Yeah, I mean it's not free; it's millions of Paramount. dollars to build. But ah, so so when uh, when Nickelodeon decides they want to <laughs> partner up and yeah. Sega, hmm. we could get a change. Teen- there is a change Meet in Right, you can go to the mall. What 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 is was the? It's the Nickelodeon uh, Universe
0: Mall of Dreams or whatever. It's the big mall in New Jersey. Mall New of Jersey,
1: New Jersey, huh? Is there anything going on in New Jersey? Uh, Is there a reason to visit New Jersey?
0: It takes you to New York.
1: <laughs> so it's just a pass-through? Yeah. You just got to go through it you to got get to... You got the
0: Jersey Shore? There's some interesting pizza in Jersey. There's some interesting There's pizza interesting in Jersey, interesting pizza apparently. in
1: Jersey, but it's probably thin crust, so I'm probably not going to like it.
0: Do you not like pizza from New York?
1: Mm, I prefer deep dish.
0: Oh. Mm. I like
1: me a nice, thick slice of pizza. Mm. I ain't trying to do this cracker with cheese and sauce on
0: it. Yeah, buddy. There's the door. Okay. You can go walk out that door. That should
1: have been part of last week. Uno reverse card, you can go out that door. All right. All right. Jeez, I'm out. Man, if I'd have realized it was that easy this whole time, I would have done that 10 years ago. Yeah. I don't know why I needed it 10 years ago, but you know, it's okay. And he's gone. All right. So now he's gone. Uh, This week's episode is all about roasting Thomas and how much we can roast Thomas and uh, make fun of him. So drop a comment with your best Thomas insult, and uh, we'll read some of the favorite ones out loud next week. I think that's what we should do. I think that's that's the best way to do this. Anyway, at Universal tomorrow, I'm going to ride all the rides and have a good time. Thomas, on the other hand, he's going to ride one ride, possibly get motion sickness. Lay down on the floor outside of the Hulk.
0: Are you talking shit about me, motherfucker!
1: Oh look, he's back. He yeah. came back. He broke through the wall. He's now storming in in a uh, Stone Cold style.
0: Yeah, that's he- right. Uh huh. Yeah, what's good? Hmm. You talking shit about me? It's a me.
1: lot less intimidating than I than you thought it would be.
0: What's good, motherfucker? That's. I'm coming for you, that's asshole. That's equally
1: equally disturbing.
0: Oh, okay. Anyways, how's your week been? Um, not bad.
1: It, I mean, it was a typical week. Mm-hmm. I didn't do much. Nothing really happened. It was a five-day five day work week. I had a four-day work week last week, which was nice. Worked five days this week and four days next week. So
0: I only got to work two days next week.
1: Well, look at you, Mr. Yeah. Fancy Pants, with your paid time off. Yep. I actually, no, I guess, yeah, no, I, I did. I, I spent the entire week and I continue to spend time debating a uh, job offer.
0: And where would this job offer be?
1: Boca Raton. Mmm. Which I'm told means rat mouth. And what? I don't know. I just, someone was like, that means rat mouth. But they didn't explain where.
0: Would like Miami be the rat? I don't know. Makes sense, because it's like right outside Miami. Maybe. I think. It's like
1: it's like 45 minutes north. Miami. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's closer to Fort Lauderdale than it is. You don't know where that is. I don't. <laughs> know. I just saw your eyes just glaze over. Yeah, sure. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> yeah Like, I've been there before. Yeah, sure.
1: It, it's so funny how we, like, East Coast Florida and West Coast Florida are two very different Floridas. Yeah. Um, and I know nothing of East Coast, Florida.
0: I know they got a um, a Bucky's over there in Daytona.
1: You tried to convince me. Yeah,
0: we gotta go to Bucky's to drive
1: almost two hours one way, not for an event, not for a group of people to meet up with or hang out. No, nothing, nothing going on. You were just like, we gotta go to Bucky's
0: to one of the greatest gas stations in the world.
1: I am not driving two hours one way. For a gas
0: station. Now, hear me out? Uh-huh. What if... Yep. What if... Yep. We just go? It's a compelling argument. Group chat. Not group, sorry. <laughs> group. <laughs> group go. I think he's trying to communicate
1: with me. Group go fast. Uh-huh. To Bucky. Oh, now it's just one Bucky. It's not even Bucky's... Yeah. It's been demoted to a single Bucky.
0: What I'm saying is, why don't we just get a group of us together and we just go? But
1: what you you really think you can convince more than one person to 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 go on a two hour journey to a gas station?
0: Let me ask the person to my right, babe. Would you like to go to Bucky's? I've done a lot more driving for a way
1: less. That is one person. All okay. right. I said more than one.
0: Okay, uh, I'm sure Miles would be down. There's alcohol there.
1: Miles is not... I mean, he's not driving, so he may yeah, not Yeah, plus, care.
0: you know, we can see what shit while we're over there. Like what? I don't know. What's over in Daytona? A beach?
1: A beach. Yeah. That's where uh, That's where they wrote that song about over at Sega. Uh, Daytona! Yeah, yeah, they wrote that we song. Can, we can
0: also see the big raceway. Hmm. The Daytona Speedway or whatever. Do you
1: care about NASCAR in any shape or form
0: a little bit I actually cared about it. Do when you I was really young. yeah when I was a kid I'm like oh. oh my god they're making left turn
1: I I've never once sat through any sort of a
0: it's actually pretty cool because like I mean you like f-zero right
1: yeah that's the funny thing is like when I think about it I do like racing type things but
0: because it's really fast and it's intense and all it takes is a split second and someone's car can be flipped over someone could be fucked up someone could be dead Hmm.
1: But it's not F zero.
0: No, but it's they're going pretty fucking fast. It's not anti gravity
1: loop de loop cars. No, not yet. No bounty hunters racing for not, for not yet. glory. But,
0: you know, we let uh, Elon Musk keep going.
1: Tesla Model Plaid is stupid fast for no reason. It does like zero to sixty in under three seconds. Oh, nice. Yeah, like just get on rock and roller coaster at at Disney. That's how fast the Tesla can yeah, go. That ride is smooth.
0: I like that. that. Like, smooth. I'm not big on roller coasters, but that am like, okay, I can do this.
1: Speaking of that ride, I read an article earlier today, where apparently the fate of that ride is now in Universal's hands.
0: What? 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 what?
1: Because Universal owns the Aerosmith portion of that ride.
0: Oh, like the Universal Records.
1: Yeah, Universal Music. Oh, is is actually what Aerosmith is under.
0: Oh, well, I'm sure so Disney will be willing to pay whatever they're, money they're they need either to. They're either
1: going to have to renew the contract or, yeah, I don't know. But uh, that contract apparently c- goes up next year.
0: Yeah, so. Disney's willing to pay whatever money they need to. It wouldn't be that hard
1: to redo that. No, I don't think it'd be difficult to re-image it. You want to speak in the mic? You sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting. It's kind of funny. I cared way more about Aerosmith after that ride than before.
0: Really? Yeah, because oh, like I've always b- loved Aerosmith.
1: I, I never disliked them, but I was just kind of like Aerosmith. Yeah, that's that's a band. Yeah, I they got a few good songs, I guess. And then I did the ride a couple times, and then I just went and bought like their best-of <laughs> album with like thirty songs on. I was like, I love Aerosmith. is great. I love Aerosmith. So. Uh, you you like almost popped a vessel there trying to hit that note.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he probably did, too. That's why he doesn't sing like that. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. yeah. he. It's so funny. If you listen to early Aerosmith, even just, it doesn't take very long, but, like, just their first couple hits, he, Steven Tyler sounds completely different.
0: Yeah.
1: It's kind of funny. Did you know that Tommy Tallarico is his cousin?
0: Yeah, he points that out, like, at every video games live. Does he really? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Did
1: he point that out, the one we went to? Yes. Uh, That may have been how I learned.
0: Because he'll also have, like, the person play, like, guitar, a hero, Aerosmith, and then they come on stage and play, like, the one song alongside. Like, they're playing the ones, like, they're playing a song on the screen while the band is also performing the music.
1: Because I, um, I know he posts on social media about it. Like, he'll be like, happy birthday, cousin, but. Yeah. Um,
0: just like an old teacher of mine, and and hers, I'm sure you probably also had her too, Mrs. Hall. Yeah, her cousin was Carmen Electra.
1: I didn't know that. Oh yeah, huh? Small world. I never met her. Though. Did you know that? Yeah. The more you know. Hmm. It's always funny, like, like what, what's the what's the one thing called the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, seven degrees yeah. of Kevin Bacon? You think that's true? Oh, like have they proved that? Like, or is that just like a popular internet? Meme myth. Uh,
0: yes, to both. Hmm. Maybe. I don't, I, don't, I don't know.
1: I'm going to have to try it for myself. Okay. Find someone who knows 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 Kevin bacon who knows Kevin Bacon.
0: Well, you start from Kevin Bacon and then you work your way backwards.
1: Oh, ah, okay. I've seen, uh, I've seen shows like, like that where they'll you know, they'll start with someone random and be like, let's see if, they, if we can find someone who knows someone who knows a celebrity. And then like they'll they'll go like, sometimes it was it was a Japanese program I watched and like it took the guy like three people. He was like, "Do you know this person? Okay, do you know this person? Do you know?" And he was like, "Oh, I know someone who may know this person." And it literally only takes like a couple people. It's always kind of funny, but
0: anything? Any games you've been playing this week?
1: Dragon Quest Eleven. Okay, I'm at the seventy hour mark. I'm I'm near the end of Act Two. So the game's in three acts. Act Two is like the end of the main quote-unquote main game mm-hmm. but there's so much post-game content that is effectively the size of the game itself so even though I'm done with the quote-unquote main story almost there's still 50 plus hours of content to yeah do, you still have so. to
0: actually do the post-game story which yeah. is how you get the true ending right right yeah. so
1: so that's I'm I'm getting close to the end of act two and uh, I can't put it down. It's great.
0: Well, that's good. What'd you play? Uh, I'm still playing Cyberpunk. I am on the final mission of the main story right now. Cyberpunk. Yes. Yeah. Cyberpunk.
1: You know, that game is busted, right?
0: It's still really good. It's fun. I mean, yeah. I have not had any, like, game-breaking glitches. <laughs> it's
1: so funny because, like, I'll talk to Miles and I'm like, I can't believe he's playing Cyberpunk. And he's like... You sound personally offended. And I'm like, I am because like he's playing Cyberpunk. It's
0: fun though. Like it's <laughs> like if you like Fallout or anything like that. I don't. Oh. I don't like any Bethesda games. Okay. Well, if you like RPGs? I do enjoy an RPG. Then give Cyberpunk a
1: try. I'm going to wait for the next generation. That's the thing is like you're playing on the Xbox Series S. And the next-gen version is not even out yet.
0: Yeah, I know, but it still runs pretty decent. I feel like
1: you're cheating yourself out of the the better experience to come.
0: Yeah, but, like, there's still multiple, like, paths to take, multiple endings. Like, my next playthrough is I'm going to be playing as a female version of V, and I'm going to see if I can try to romance uh, Keanu. I doubt it. I doubt it. Because, uh, spoilers, Keanu Reeves is inside your head, so, like, you are Keanu Reeves. Well, actually, as the uh, story goes... So this is um, spoilers for Cyberpunk, by the way. I know you don't care, but anybody listening might care. I already looked them up, so... So basically, there's a part where you steal this chip, and you insert it into yourself, because the case it was in was busted, and the temperature starts going down, and if it goes down too much, the chip will be damaged. So you insert it into yourself, you get shot in the head, you're left for dead, but it turns out the chip has the what is essentially the soul of Keanu Reeves character, Johnny Silverhand on it. Mm-hmm. And the chip essentially brought you back from the dead. And what's happening is Keanu Reeves soul is overriding your soul. He's not doing it on purpose. It's just the chip is doing that. Mm-hmm. So like anytime you see him walking around, talking to you, that's all in your head. Yeah. And as it goes on, eventually it's like his voice is coming out of you or he takes over you and, mm. So there's just random points where, like, you'll start, like, coughing up blood and everything and just pass out because he is taking over your body. Like, basically, you're just dying and, like, you will eventually lose control of your body and become Keanu Reeves. Mm. And so at the point I'm at is, like, the final mission of, like, all right, we're going to go to this place. We're going to go try to do this so we can get him out. And he's all on board. like, yeah, I don't want to be here because, you know, this ain't my body. You know, I'm fine with that. I'm willing to die again for this.
1: I I do think once the full next-gen version is out and they do some big updates to it, I think eventually I'll try it out.
0: Oh, yeah, no, because I'm sure the next-gen version will probably be 60 FPS. But
1: currently, I'm holding off.
0: But what I suspect is to happen, because they said they're going to have a big DLC this year Mm. and the next-gen update. I think those are just going to be two-in-one. It's like, all right, here's this big DLC, probably more stuff to play in the game, plus the next-gen version, which is a free upgrade for anyone that has the current gen.
1: I just, I just know at this point, whatever game they do next, people are going to be so weary. and Because and, and, Cyberpunk was like the, one of the biggest hyped games of all time, mm-hmm. probably. The marketing just built and built and built, and the expectations built and built for years. Right. And when it came out, it crashed and burned but so hard. The
0: same thing as this happened with Witcher 3. Yeah, Witcher I know. Witcher 3 was a busted-ass mess.
1: But I, I, think I think going two for two like that though. I do think whatever their next game is, whenever that is, uh, I think people are going to be pretty weary of it. Um, right. To to you know until it comes out, you know if they prove it's good, hey, good on them. But I do think when it's initially announced, people are going to be like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't think there'll be a lot of hype around it.
0: Yeah, it, unless it's Witcher four, they'll just be like, oh shit, okay, Witcher.
1: Uh, all is forgiven. <laughs> uh, I do see. Also, you've been playing Psychonauts two, looks like.
0: Yeah, Psychonauts two is really fun. I've been enjoying that.
1: Hey, did. you? I forget, did you play the first one? Yes. Okay.
0: I played it back in the day.
1: Oh, back in the... Okay, so you haven't replayed the first one and then... I I tried to replay
0: it, but I tried to replay it back on my 360. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Didn't really hold up that well. I'm sure if I try to replay it now on the Xbox uh, Series S, it might run a little bit better. A little clunky? Eh, that loading wasn't that great. Because, I mean, the 360 emulator like to play like the old Xbox original games Mm -hmm. was not the best. So, like playing like Knights of the Old Republic on your 360. Wasn't that great? Oh, uh, okay.
1: <laughs> I bought a bunch of the Star Wars games on Steam. This was like five or six years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, I'm so excited!" Because I haven't played too many of like the Xbox era Star Wars titles, like all the Knights like, of the Old Republic. Like, yeah, like all both of those. Yeah,
0: are, like, Star Wars Republic Commando. Yeah, I didn't. That's a good one. I didn't play any
1: of those, so I bought them all on Steam, and I was like, "All right, sweet, let's go." And then. Um, I found out, at least at the time, when I originally bought them, it had no controller support. It was mouse and keyboard only. And, oh, yeah. And I was like, nope. And I immediately no, refunded all of them. If you want to do
0: control on like, Steam version or something like that, you're going to have to mod yeah, the I'm game good. I'm good. You know what I want us to see? I want to try. I doubt it. You might be able to play it because I doubt it's available digitally. But like Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, and Return of the King on the original Xbox, those games were awesome but I doubt they're available digitally but you have the Series X so you can play physically do
1: you have them I do not know oh
0: but they're not expensive eBay or um the middle uh, Lord of the Rings Middle Age or it's either the Middle Age or the Third Age. I think it's the Third There's Age.
1: There's one that I played back in the day, back in like fifth grade. But it's like grade. Final
0: Fantasy X. Like the combat is just Final Fantasy X.
1: There was one. It's like a turn-based RPG. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I played that one with a friend.
0: That one was also really good.
1: Um, we we I mean we, we got a good portion of it through. But then we, we hit a wall. We hit it like a boss or something that we couldn't get past. And uh, I never we never finished it. But um, shout out to Lester. I know you're not listening, but I'm going to send this to you. And now you have to listen to it. Um,
0: Lester. Lester.
1: His name. Uh, his name is Lester Couch.
0: Okay. No, what I a don't name. I don't, I don't know.
1: What a name. Yeah, he went to Brandon, but he's he's like, he's my age. Uh. Age. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, since we're still since we're on the topic of old games, I guess this could bring us into our actual topic. Segway of old games. Retro. I, I games. love
1: old video games. I do too. Unfortunately, if you walk into a GameStop now. They'll tell you that the
0: PS2 is retro. Yeah, PS3 is about to become retro. My heart, my soul.
1: Good lord, I feel old. I would
0: say PS2 was retro when the PS4 came out, which Eh. would mean PS3 is now retro.
1: And it's difficult because, like, what what is the actual dictionary definition of retro? Retro. Uh,
0: Like, is
1: is there a time span for Uh, it? I don't know. Is is it? Just when everyone, the general public, just deems it as old and outdated. because um, it, 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 I, I feel like it's kind of disambiguous and, and up to opinion. of, of
0: Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really know. How long until a game is considered retro? For my short answer, a game or a system must be at least 15 years old to use the term retro. So mm-hmm. PS2 is definitely retro. The PS3 that came out in 2007. So so
1: about two two three years from now. So it's retro. It'd now. be at the 15 year mark.
0: It's, no, it's already there. Just about. I know it's the 360 got, it's is. Got, yeah, it's that got came out in 2005.
1: 2005. Um, so that would be 15 years. Um, and then
0: if the PS3 came out in 2006.
1: Yeah, that would be 15 years.
0: Wow. So that it's retro.
1: I the PS3 era was kind of funny. I missed most of that era because I, I had a 360. Um. And then never had a PS. I, I had little interest in the PS3. Um, mostly just from when it initially launched, it was super expensive. Yeah. <laughs> At the time, a Blu-ray player, like I had no interest in it. Um, even though there were some great games on it, um, I was just like, ah, I'll you know some Xbox. Were you like, Xbox HD DVD.
0: That's the future. That's
1: the future. HD DVD with uh, add-on. You had to buy like a hundred dollar external disc add-on for the HD. I believe for the 360. I, um,
0: did too? I, could've, I, could've swear I the think 360 was capable of playing I, HD DVDs. That's it could play DVDs.
1: I think the HD DVD there was a separate player you had to buy for. Oh,
0: because that was their big push. It was Xbox was HD DVD, and then PS3 was Blu-ray. Yeah, but and then the porno company, the porno industry chose Blu-ray, and that's honestly <laughs> what that's that's what happened. Porno is like Blu-ray, and thus Hollywood followed porn. Like a lot of people don't realize, porn leads in a lot of shit. Like if porn starts going to something, rest of Hollywood tends to follow. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Because porno sells a lot.
1: But yeah i I did not get a PS three. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Uh, my dad got me a PS three as a graduation gift. Oh, nice. Keep in mind, I graduated in 2012.
0: Oh, the PS four is already out.
1: PS four came out the following year, 2013. Oh, okay. So I had about a year with the PS three. Um, and at that point it was just like, okay, I got the Uncharted collection. It actually Mm -hmm. came with Uncharted 3, um, which was funny because I just made that my first one. I played Uncharted 3 before playing 1 and 2. Hey, Uh, is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're all good, so, I mean, it was fine. Um, And then I I got the collection and went back for that. I'm trying to think of what other PS3 titles I I picked up. Did you Uh, play Metal Gear Solid 4? I did play Metal Gear Solid 4. Um, My PS3 library was uh, the Ratchet & Clank future games nice, um, and the Ratchet and Clank collection. That was actually, I, I growing up in a super, uh, you know, one, my, my parents were separated, but but one side I had the bubble that was very religious and slightly overprotective, whereas the other bubble it was just very anti-violent, completely anti-violent. <laughs> and so because of that, I was stuck in the Mario Nintendo bubble growing up. I couldn't, you know, if it, even if it was cartoon violence, it was still violent. So I, I growing up, I didn't play Ratchet and Clank. Um, I didn't play the Jack games growing up. Um, I'm trying to think, of, there were some other big series back in late '90s, early 2000s that I might have missed out on. Um, Jack and
0: Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, Spyro.
1: No, he, for, oddly enough, I you know, he was fine with Spyro. Gex. <laughs> well, that was like, yeah. He didn't like crude. He didn't like crude humor, humor. So like, yeah, I didn't play any of those back in the day. So I've had to kind of go back now and pick up HD collections or ports mm. or whatever. And um,
0: Metal Gear, yeah, Castlevania. Because
1: I, I very much existed. Like I had I had my Nintendo sixty four and I had my GameCube. I did have a PS two, but again, couldn't play anything that was considered quote unquote violent. So Kingdom it, Hearts. It was all. I'm trying to think of the PS2 games I used to play back in the Kingdom day.
0: Kingdom Hearts.
1: I had... I actually didn't play Kingdom Hearts when it first came out. Oh. Um, I played... First time I played Kingdom Hearts 1 all the way through was in high school. It was like 2011, I think, because I had mm-hmm. some friends in high school who were talking about it. I was like, I'll try this out. And then I got hooked on the series and blew through the whole mm. series at that point. Um, but like PS2... I'm going to have to go through my collection and see what I because I, I hardly remember at this point. Okay. Um, I had, like, Crash 4. Well, not, not the good Crash 4 that we have now. It was Wrath of Cortex. Oh, Batman. yeah. Yeah, I had that. Um, I had Sonic Riders, uh, which yeah. was actually very good. That was actually a very good game. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I had back in the PS2 games, because I really, I really didn't play the PS2 much. Um, it was really GameCube-focused and N64 back, at least when I was a kid. Mm. Uh, High school is when I was kind of like, let me finally start playing all these things I missed.
0: Let me tell you about when I first got my PS3. Uh It was 2008. Uh We went up to Maine to go scatter my grandparents' ashes. Mm -hmm. And it was also around the time of birthday. So we're up there. It's early June. Metal Gear Solid 4 comes out. I want to say it came out June 8th, June 9th, around there. Mm. So we're up there. I get a PS3 as birthday gift, and I we're at uh, GameStop, and I get to pick a couple games. So what I get is Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty Four. Um, I'm trying to remember what else I got. I remember those two because I I played them there, like at the, like this beach house we stayed at, mm. and it just fucking blew my mind, like how <laughs> good this shit looked and how like Call of Duty Four, especially like how fun that was. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is awesome." The
1: the 360 era, the 360 games really, I got 360, I was late. I was late to that entire generation. Um the 360, I got a little earlier. I think I got in like 2007, 2008. Um and that was pretty much the Halo and Assassin's Creed machine for me. So I had all the Halo titles. I had all at the time up through Assassin's Creed 3. Right? And that includes 2, Brotherhood, Revelation 3. Um, Grand Theft Auto 4.
0: <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5. Grand Theft, yeah. Grand I, Theft Auto I, 5 again on the PS4. I'm really
1: mad because I had Grand Theft Auto 5 on the 360. I did too. And I ne- I've never bought it again because I was always like, it's kind of funny looking back now. When did that game come out? 2012, 2013? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Well, I, I always refused to buy the quote-unquote next-gen version because I was like, ah, whenever I buy this, that's when they're going to make the next one, and it's now been yeah
0: September seventeenth, twenty
1: thirteen. Yeah, so it's it's been eight years, and we're
0: about to get the next gen version this November. Right,
1: so it's been eight years, and they still haven't even shown us a title screen yet for GTA Six. So, but it's on Game Pass now. So
0: no, not anymore. Oh, not anymore. They got taken off Game Pass. Ah, it's on sale right now. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. No. You can't, so actually.
1: so again, I will continue to not play. It's GTA 5 I mean
0: I'll get it When the next gen version Comes out To see exactly Cause The next gen version Went for last gen mm-hmm. It still runs Really well Looks great There's a lot of Smart AI in that game Like How you interact With the world mm. it's Really interesting Hmm but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about retro games. Let's
1: go back. Let's go to the nineties. Let's go, go back, back to the past. Let's go back to an era when Pizza Hut like was king. Samurai Jack. There was this new cartoon on the horizon called SpongeBob SquarePants. I remember when that launched. I remember like seeing the first episode. Tsunami was premiere. coming
0: on every weekday at four. Had 4 to rush. PM. Had to
1: rush home after school so I could see G Gundam. Because Dragon Ball Z. Because it started at like Tenchi two,
0: Muya, Tenchi Universe, Gundam 30. Wing, and then you get on your parents' computer and then you play the Gundam Wing Cartoon Network game.
1: Cartoon Network had some really good um, flash games back in the day. There was
0: like this like tactical Gundam Wing game that was on there. I don't remember what it was called.
1: That sounds vaguely familiar. But
0: I remember playing the shit out of it.
1: All right, so anyway, not cartoons though. So let's let's talk retro games. So, I the earliest memory I have for gaming was Mario 64. Wow, okay. That was the earliest memory I have, was Mario 64. He <laughs> was a baby. And Mario Kart 64. He was a baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember being like three and four wow. playing those games. Um, and then from there, it got into like Banjo-Kazooie, the Mario Party games, which <laughs> it's kind of funny. Growing up, playing Mario Party by yourself, as sad as that sounds. Um I did that. <laughs> I did too. But did you know that in the early Mario Party games you can change at any point who you control? I think so. So, so at any point in the early you can
0: always be winning.
1: Right, exactly. So that's what I would always do was <laughs> I would always control my character and then right before an AI would go by a star, I'd switch control to them They'd walk over the star. I'd go, nope, don't want to buy it. And mm-hmm. then I would just change back to me, <laughs> and that—that that was how I won all the Mario Party games back in the day. Yeah. Um,
0: Did you like rent video games? Not from a Blockbuster. Or Hollywood not a video? whole lot. I, I rented a couple because I have an early memory. I want to say one of the earliest memories I have of renting games is Pokemon Heart. I was about to say Heart Gold. No, Pokemon Gold. Okay. From a Hollywood video because I have the early memory of like. From Christmas, getting Pokemon Blue. Getting a Game Boy Color and getting Pokemon Blue. And just sitting on the, lying on the couch, you know, um, stomach down, you know, just like on your front side. Just playing that like all day. Playing fucking Pokemon Blue. Like, this is the greatest game ever. I'm surprised
1: Renting Games hasn't, like, they haven't brought that back on the digital front somehow.
0: I mean, that's kind of Game Pass and PlayStation it, Now. It is,
1: but but that, I mean, that implies like as long as the game is up on the service, you can always access it. I'm th- I'm am saying maybe, I don't know, rent the game for a couple hours by spending two or three bucks. So so let's say you don't have Game Pass or you don't have PlayStation Now or whatever, and you really want to try out this game, you know, throw two or three bucks at the screen. And then you have like a two-hour timer or something to actually
0: I would say maybe like a two-day, two, day timer. two d- or
1: yeah, or something you know, something something of that nature. Forty-eight hours. Yeah.
0: Um, that also sounds scummy as fuck. You think so? Oh, absolutely.
1: I mean that that's what the model was back in the day. Yeah, but that's at least exactly it was a phys- what it was.
0: But the thing is, it was a physical thing you had, but you still didn't own it. You still had to give it back. Eh, not necessarily. You could keep it if you wanted to. Yeah,
1: that's the scummy part. That's scummy. Uh,
0: you know, you lost it, or you'd be like. Here, I'll just
1: buy it we need to we need to take a road trip to the last blockbuster
0: it didn't that close down already did it i i heard it did i heard it at one point wrong. i
1: heard at one point they converted it to like an airbnb mm-hmm. but it was still like blockbuster themed heavily and so i i don't know we'll have to look up look it up after this i okay. thought it was still actually i'll look it up right now <laughs> i thought it was still around
0: no, but, like, um, what would you say some of your favorite retro games would be? Like, anything, do you have Do you have a retro game that you've played that, like, maybe no one's ever heard of? Mm. Like, is there a retro game that you've played or you want to play that no one's heard of? I'm sure you probably, there's some Japanese obscure games, you're like, ooh, that game.
1: I do, there is one uh, Japanese retro game that was made by Game Freak. Um, oddly enough, it's on the Sega Mega Drive. This is before Nintendo acquired them to start doing Pokemon uh, called Pulseman, which is kind of... Wait, is
0: that the game where the dude's like bubbles or like dots or something?
1: Yeah, he like turns into like a, a little energy ball and he bounces around. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it's an extremely rare Japanese-only title nowadays, and it's like a $400 game now. Um, and it's it, I, I, I loved his... It's kind of like Mega Man meets like Sparkster. If you remember that game, right. Rocket Knight, it's kind of like a merging of those two, um, and it's just a very cool, very cool concept and idea um, that I've never gotten to play, but I always really thought mm. it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see real quick here. Um, so it looks like the Final Blockbuster is still still open. Is still open. Okay, that's good. In Oregon.
0: Yeah. There's one in Alaska that was also, like, one of the last ones. I think that's the one that closed down. No, but I got one. Um, I mean, I know there's quite a bit of people that have played it, but it's still very obscure to the amount of people that should play it, and it's uh, Lufia 2.
1: I've never played any of the...
0: There's only... There's only... Well, no, there's a handful. There's Lufia, or in Japan, I think it's, like, Estopolis or Estropolis. That's PS1, right? No, Super Nintendo. What am I thinking of? I don't know.
1: There's a PS1 JRPG that's like rare and expensive.
0: Sui Codin? No. That's rare and expensive.
1: It came with like a coin or something in the original packaging. It's a JRPG. It came on a coin? No no, like it came with a like there was like a coin or something I think that came with it. And I only know this because it's a collection piece now to have the whole thing.
0: Lunar? Maybe? Lunar. Oh, that's I, what, Oh, yeah, no, I that's played, what I'm like, thinking of. I played Lunar. I, like, I played the PSP because Lunar wasn't actually a PlayStation game. It was a Sega. I think it was was a Sega Master System.
1: Master System? The the predecessor of Genesis?
0: I think the very first one was wow. Master System. I could be wrong, but no, Lunar's been around since the '80s. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, Lunar is like one of your like old school JRPGs. Like you have Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, and then yeah. Lunar. Okay. Today and then there's only two games. Lunar One and then Lunar mm, Two. Lunar Two, yeah. And oh, okay. they were remade like on the Sega CD, and then again on Sega.
1: Do uh, you know what I'm talking about? What it came with?
0: Um, I know it came with like a music CD. I know it came with like a map. Maybe it was uh, a like map. a collectible coin.
1: Collectible coin. Okay, that's that's what yeah. I was
0: thinking of. Um, no, but like the PSP remake is also really good. I played that oh. Lunar Two. I played I. Never played it physically, so I had to borrow it off my friends the internet. Oh, okay. Tell but me about
1: Lufia. I don't I I think I've seen Lufia like on the shelf in a retro okay, game yeah. store. Uh, so, I don't know anything so, about it. So
0: the very first Lufia, like if you look up the cover art for that, it's anime as fuck. Like if you want to look that up real quick. Are you
1: referring to the North American yes.
0: art? Yes, yeah. It's like if you look at like Lufia how it looks on the cartridge box, and the sorry. box. Okay, it's okay. anime as fuck. I don't know how I got it. I don't know if it's my mom gave it to me. It's or just got
1: the that's Lufia 2.
0: Or like the guy she was dating at the time gave it to me. But I no, I think that was like my very first JRPG was you talking Lufia. about the Super
1: Nintendo version or the Game Boy Color version?
0: No, no, the Super Nintendo. It's just Lufia and the Fortress of Doom. That's the name of the very first game. It's just
1: got like the guy with his sword.
0: Uh, it should be like a red-headed dude, a yeah, blue-haired dude with a chick. white cape.
1: Oh, okay. I there's like see. four
0: people and they're like looking up. I see what you're talking about. It's, it's anime as fuck. Yeah, I see. Yeah. No, because Lufia... Because the thing is, Lufia was originally meant to come out like... On a different system, I want to say like the um, what was that computer system? Turbo Graphics, maybe something like that.
1: The the Hyper PC. I think so. Yeah,
0: but it didn't work out. I could be wrong, but I'm trying to called? remember the history of it. And what happened is Lufia Two was supposed to come out first because Lufia One and it, the start of Lufia One is the very end of Lufia Two. But ultimately, I think it works out better with Lufia One PC coming engine out first.
1: PC engines what? it was called let me see Luf- lufia because in
0: japan it's called like estopolis or Astropolis or something like that That's only see. in north america is it called lufia
1: lufia and the fortress of doom yes yeah, so that's the first
0: one and then lufia 2 rise of the sinistrals and there was lufia 3 on the game boy color which i also played and uh. there's lufia and the ruins of lore so the GBA. says
1: Taito began to develop a port of Lufia to the Sega Genesis. Okay, but there's not there's nothing here history wise.
0: Okay, because right, I remember reading up about it. But what is essentially it's about is there's these like four gods that are evil, and mm. you have to basically gather up heroes and fight them. Like it's very generic sounding at first but it gets very deep and like the characters are what helps drive it especially with lufia 2 and the gameplay gets so much like in lufia 1 it's very traditional old school jrpg in the sense of even when you get into a battle uh-huh. if you're attacking a group of enemies like, like let's let's say there's like two frogs and one kobold you attack the kobold but like you have everyone selected to attack the kobold uh-huh. first person kills the kobold normally now these days they would go automatically to the next enemies You'll be hitting that empty slot, so you like you have to like be, you know, planning out your attack and whatnot. How? If you had two, they fixed that.
1: How early did you grasp the concept of like an RPG game and what like what to expect from RPG? If you hear a game is RPG, eight
0: or nine, because I had this game uh when I was like four or five. I want to say yeah, and I never got past the opening. So, like, I get to, like, the Sine... Because, like, it starts off with you in the Fortress of Doom. It's badass. It's got this epic music. Yeah. And you're going. And you're fighting enemies along the way. And I didn't understand of, like, restoring HP and whatnot. I'm just like, attack, yeah. attack. And then you get to them. And I'm like, oh, this is the boss of the game. All right. I'm pretty much about to beat the game. Yeah. I, I, I've I, i I've only done that, like, once when I was really young. And it's like, oh, I did it. And it's like, oh, this is actually the start of the game.
1: Yeah. I remember when I was, like... I think I was, like, maybe 10 or 11 even. I was... um. <laughs> So quick side story. My dad would never know what to get me for Christmas. So eventually at some point, he was just like, here's my PayPal account. (laughs) Go on eBay and just get whatever you want. So I was like, cool. So I started collecting pretty early on. And I was like, I really want a Super Nintendo. So I go on eBay and I find a Super Nintendo. And it came bundled with this game that I'd never heard of. Called, called Earthbound Super Mario RPG.
0: Ooh, that's a good one.
1: and I was like,
0: how old were you at the time? I was
1: like 10 or 11
0: oh, probably shit.
1: and I was just like and I was like, what what is RPG? like what does <laughs> that mean what and then I, I remember Google was like role-playing game. I was like, okay and then once I actually played the game I was like, oh, this is what that type of game is. yeah this is like what Pokemon is. Oh okay, that's an RPG. And that, thats kind of when it clicked for me. But it—it it, it was kind of funny. Super Mario RPG, by the way, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, probably depending on the day you ask me, it may be my favorite game of all time.
0: Is that like your earliest eBay memory? Yes, <laughs> that's my. Earliest. I got an early eBay. That's memory. That's my earliest before, yeah. eBay
1: memory. That was a that was a great way to start with eBay.
0: Like my earliest eBay memory, I want to say like I was seven or eight, mm-hmm. and I was big into the Dragon Ball Z collectible card game. <laughs> So, like, there's this card that was, like, really cool. It was a Super Saiyan Trunks card. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how much my mom paid for it. I think it was, like, maybe, like, 40 bucks or something. Oh. But it was fucking badass. Like, if I still had that card today, that'd probably be worth a pretty penny.
1: I, maybe. Uh, to give you a different eBay story, um, I have never now... I've now, nor have I ever played Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Because when I bought the first one... Off of eBay. I, um, I I should have paid attention to where it came from.
0: Where did it come from? China. Oh, you were like a Red Dead Redemption, do you? And
1: um, oh. I never, I never, I, I didn't really suspect anything. But when I, I mean, when I got it, it came wrapped and I was like, okay, cool. Everything looked legitimate about it. And then when I put it into my Xbox, all that happened was it said, play DVD. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And I hit play. And all that would happen was a picture of the Xbox 360 logo came up on the screen. And that was it.
0: Oh, you like to play the Red Dead Redemption. And I
1: was so mad about that. I mean, I got my money back and everything was cool. But I was so mad about it that... I've never played Red Dead Redemption and I don't know if I ever will. Childhood trauma.
0: Now, did you ever play Earthbound on the physical Super Nintendo? I have.
1: I have the physical copy of Earthbound. That was it's kind of funny. That game that game has been expensive for a while. I remember getting it for like 90 bucks, you know, 10 15 years ago and back then I was like, "Wow, that's that's a lot of money for one game like wow yeah now you look on eBay and it's like a $200 game what's really funny about Earthbound specifically is its value is completely artificial it um, it was not it's not a rare game it had a ton of copies made right it's not hard to find in any capacity it's, it's just held in value by the people who, who own it and, and, you know, look for it.
0: Oh, Hey, guess what? I think I might've just found the card I might've had. Oh yeah. Uh, that's it right there. You want to take a look? Okay. Uh, guess how much it's going for on but eBay? But that,
1: that looks like it's like a graded version that always like.
0: Oh no, that's not, no, it's literally just in a, cause if it was graded, it had, it would have had a thing up top. It didn't have that. Okay.
1: A uh, couple thousand.
0: Sure. No, no, I wish. No, um, oh. almost $400. Okay. Still.
1: I, uh, I listen, I'm going to shout out a different podcast real quick. The 8-4 Play podcast, uh, the best podcast for Japan and games and Japanese games. Uh, 8-4 is a, they're actually a localization studio in Japan, and they do a lot of work with, like, Square Enix and a lot of the big names translating to English. Okay. Um, one of the guys that was on there, he, he recently on Twitter, John Ricciardi, he, um I guess he came back to the States because he had a ton of stuff stored at a home here in the States, and he was posting stuff on Twitter of just, like, all these games and rare posters and press material, like, Nintendo PR material from, like, 96 that no one had seen, um, and he had, like, Zelda 1 and 2, just in box, pristine, um, totally clean. He had all these, like, rare games, and he was just, like, yeah, he had, like, he has a... He has a Nintendo sixty four controller that I guess came from E three one year and it sells on e- eBay for like four thousand dollars. Oh wow and he was just like, Yeah, I just have this. He <laughs> he what's funny was he didn't know at the time. He just posted online, he's like, Is there something special about this? I don't know and, it, and then someone was like, Dude, that's like that's a gold mine right there. It must be nice to just sit on wealth
0: yeah you know go travel back in time and just like don't throw any of this shit away oh my I
1: my, my best friend miles we we, we we talk about this all the time where if we could go back in time <laughs> we would just tell our younger selves protect that cardboard at all costs yeah you keep it pristine and clean the cardboard the plastic it is amazing how a tiny little cardboard box and a little tiny booklet with with 15 20 pages in it can just astronomically <laughs> increase mm-hmm. values in in old video games
0: all it is is just it's ink it's paper it's something that's made dirt cheap and and what what's funny now
1: I I think the bubbles gonna burst soon because um, the retro gaming community and the collector retro collector community it keeps growing and the prices of everything in that f- area keeps going up. Okay, and it's reaching a point now. I think every, a lot of people are talking like that bubble is going to burst soon because people are charging over a hundred and fifty bucks for a Nintendo sixty-four. <laughs> people are charging like games are just going astronomical. I'm all high.
0: for if that bubble does burst, and that means there's going to be like a big price drop on shit. I'm all for that because then that would be the time to swoop in and pick stuff up.
1: On one hand, I'm all for it because I'm like, yeah, I'm all for. Being able to afford things from my past, way you know, way more. On the other hand, I'm like, no, I'm a collector. I have a lot of this stuff, and I paid a lot of money for it. And I'd rather it didn't just.
0: <laughs> I'm all for it if it does, cause it's all, cause then eventually it should go back up. The bubble will regrow, yeah. but also get to have it. But like, hey, I can finally go get Persona 2 Eternal Punishment again. I bought that originally for 20 bucks, sold it for like 60. Now it sells for like 200 bucks.
1: The thing that kills collecting for me, because I used to be, up until about a year or two ago, I was very into the collector game. I was buying up everything I could, and then I learned more about a little villain in the collecting world called Disc Rot, which Mm -hmm. is more or less inevitable. Um, Basically, the the chemicals, uh, and this really only impacts disc games. It doesn't so much impact cartridge, but... Um, the chemicals that are on the disks as they're produced, over time, those chemicals wear out, and the disc, the data on the disk will physically rot away mm. um, to the point where you can actually hold up a disk and see through it. Um, and it gets to the point where the data is just completely unusable and the disk is now useless. And it's inevitable on all disks. They all have different lifespans. Um, some more than others, so like the GameCube... And the Sega Saturn, specifically, those are some of the worst. Okay. Like, they're already seeing disc rot on some of those. Um, PS1 is starting to. I'm seeing a couple. Oh, um, or I'm sorry, yeah, PS1. PS2, I think, is okay for now. But it's one of those things where as time goes on, right, more and more disc-based games that are just sitting on your shelf, you're not doing anything with them. They're just slowly rotting away into mm. nothing. And it really sucks. And because of that, I'm now just kind of like, what's the point? Like, <laughs> well,
0: you know, you can emulate.
1: <laughs> yes, but I would never condone such a thing. But if on you this physically podcast.
0: own the game, that's yeah. when it's okay.
1: Nintendo ninjas don't come after me.
0: Um, because see, that's because Nintendo is like all anti-emulating, but then they don't do anything to. Nintendo
1: is like, very weird. I was actually talking with Miles about this the other day too. It's like, it's like, hey, don't emulate this thing that we do not make readily available to you at any
0: Yeah, you want to play this old game? You want to play F0? You, you got to go buy pay someone like 200 bucks.
1: <laughs> go go buy the console on eBay, go buy the game, spend the 2-300 bucks on all that and then you can play.
0: Yeah, it. go give that person the money. The money that's not even going to come to us anywhere. And
1: it's so yeah, it's so weird because yeah, like they don't see any of that money anyways. Like But
0: virtual console, they did, but there's no virtual console on the switch right now. They have the shitty ass Nintendo Online. It is
1: insane how so many people are like, I want to give you money, like, I want to pay for this game. Is it
0: just like a Japanese Uh, mentality thing? Of like, it's
1: that Nintendo, Nintendo corporate in Japan is very, it's I mean, because they're from the 1800s, the company goes back that far. They do have a very old school Japan yeah. business mentality. I don't know if that's all of it.
0: Like I know, like with like fighting games, you know, they don't want to like a lot of them, like Capcom and whatnot. They don't want to switch over to um, rollback, yeah. which has been proven as like a network code yeah. to be better for people that play on on the internet. But yeah. in Japan, they don't have that issue. They don't have like terrible internet latency over there because you yeah. know they pay- they're playing on the arcade machines. They have their high speed internet and they're just like well you know you could just get better internet
1: and that's what's so weird too though is it's just like it's like at the end of the day you're not seeing any of this money you're telling people to go spend on the original hardware like you're you no longer provide this stuff we're having to go through third-party sales you don't see a penny of it it's like yeah
0: But don't you dare emulate that fucking game. Don't you download the wrong? Don't you go to this emulation site. It's very weird.
1: It's weird how they behave with that. Um, But I don't know.
0: Which emulation in and of itself is not illegal. Because all it is is you take the data of your video game that you physically own and then you put it on to a computer or whatever emulation device of your choosing.
1: I would never do such a thing. But if I did, I would have a pretty big collection of GameCube games. Just saying.
0: Yeah, no, you know, I played, um, I'm going to be real with it, because that's how I played Lufia 2, because I never physically owned it. Lufia 1, I physically owned. Lufia 2, I never physically owned it. Mm. Mm. But I borrowed it. I got to borrow it from a friend. There you go. <laughs>
1: Mr. Internet.
0: All right, at so that point, I didn't have the Super Nintendo, but I at least I had the game there. So I'm like, hey, I'm holding the physical game. That means I can play it.
1: All right, so before we call it wraps, top three things that you're looking forward to. Tomorrow, at Universal Studios Orlando, butterbeer. That's number one.
0: The Gringotts ride. Number two, the Hagrid ride. Number three.
1: Just I'm gonna tell a story real quick, because the reason Hagrid ride specifically <laughs> is on that list. <laughs> 2019 was the last time Thomas and I.
0: Wait, did you ever inv- Oh yeah, that's right. He's on lockdown.
1: Yeah, no, God he's on damn lockdown. Damn it, he's damn on it, Darnell. He, he's on COVID lockdown. Which you know, hey, maybe maybe that's maybe he's the smarter one. I. That's a discussion for another day, but the the reason the reason we uh, Hagrid is 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 on the list. The last time Thomas and I got to go to Universal was twenty nineteen. Yeah, and it was Labor Day twenty. I, I almost always go on Labor Day. Um, and the first time we went on Labor Day was twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. I forget. Um, and yeah. it was it was the perfect day. We did everything we wanted to, and we literally were back in town by five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Because we had done everything, looking back, we should have just gone on everything twice. Um, but so so okay, everything everything was perfect, sweet. The following year was the year from hell, where nothing went right. We went in 2019 to Universal, Universal and Islands of Adventure, and our friend Darnell, friend of the show, Darnell, shout outs to Darnell. Mm-hmm. Uh, his birthday is around Labor Day, so I kind of. Bring him along as a, as a birthday gift. And um, if it could have gone wrong, it, it did. did go wrong.
0: Like, the first thing he was looking for, he was spending all day trying to find um, fanny packs. Well, so
1: so before that, so so the Hagrid ride at the time was was pretty brand new, new yeah. brand new. It was like, all right, we're going to go ride this ride. We, we get there at Park Open. We head straight there. And every 20, 25 minutes... Over the intercom, you'd hear, due to inclement weather, the ride has been postponed. And we would stand in line and wait and wait and wait and wait. And finally, the lights would flicker or whatever, and the ride came back on. And then 10 minutes later, we'd hear the inclement weather thing again. This went on for three and a half hours. By noon, we hadn't done a single ride because we were still in line for Hagrid. Yeah. We could see, we could physically see the ride yeah, we were almost there. in front of us. We were almost there, and then the inclement weather alert came on again. There was not a storm above us, but it was just kind of flirting off to the side, like it was just close enough to kind of make them go, "Yeah, we're not going to risk it." Um. So 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 then it was noon. At that point, we Darnell was like, "Well, so the first time we went." Darnell was, uh, we'd gone to the Simpsons area for lunch. Mm-hmm. Thomas had gotten a rib sandwich. Yeah, the rib witch. And, and And Darnell took a bite of it, and he was like, yo, that's amazing. He's like, mm-hmm. I got to get that next time. Yep. So after Hagrid was a bust, he's like, at least I still got the rib witch. We go get lunch. He takes a bite. He goes, they changed it. It's not as good now. And I was like, well, at least I still got butterbeer. We go get butterbeer. 799 for that little cup. He takes a sip. It's watered down. And sure enough, I had one too. It was watered down. Then he's like, "Well, at least I got the chocolate frogs." He goes to find the chocolate frogs. They raised the price, <laughs> the, and and then there was something else too. Oh yeah, and he, just, he, he was trying to find a fanny pack all day, Could and never find. They one. don't sell them anywhere, and he couldn't find one. It
0: was just. We everything. watched a video just the other day. It turns out they got fanny packs. Yeah, they now.
1: do. Yeah, they got some now in the stores. But
0: like it was like if anything, like he
1: he everything he was looking forward to just shot down disappointment. I felt so bad. I almost went to Universal in February of 2020 with a couple friends from college. And it turns out they couldn't quite go. I was like, ah, we'll just wait a few weeks. What's the worst that could happen?
0: And then COVID.
1: And then a pandemic hit the world, and I haven't been to a theme park since Labor Day 2019 when nothing went right. <laughs> so tomorrow, everything's going to go right, or so help me. I don't know. That's but when nothing goes right. I swear. If, I swear. I'm writing off theme parks forever <laughs> if tomorrow sucks like the last time we went.
0: Can I give you, before we go, can I give you a little bit of tr- video game trivia? I like video game trivia. Did you know gaming? Did you know the English word Shibuya is derived from the Japanese shibuya, meaning Persona 5 City?
1: And on that note, I want to thank you all for listening to everything you want, nothing you need. Please subscribe to us on YouTube, vgx7.com. We'll take you straight to our YouTube channel where you can subscribe. Uh, give me some of that sweet sweet serotonin when i see that subscription alert make me feel good about myself for
0: subscribe to us on any 10 podcasts, minutes you can whatever. go to any
1: podcast app stitcher spotify apple music uh it's all there um leave us a review is there as well um you can also go to patreon.com slash vgx7 you can find us there give us money support shows like ultimate gaming which just had a new episode released earlier this week uh and the podcast of course as well um I got to go to bed because I got to be up in less than 12 hours to drive out to Orlando and hate my life for 10 hours.
0: All right. Bye.
1: Bye. Have a beautiful time. Kisses, hugs, and belly whips.
0: Bye-bye.